Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Key, did you see what kind of jeans I wore for you today? I got the I got the tear in the jeans for you guys today. You guys can't really see it. I got see the that. tear in the jeans. The off-whites, everything, yeah. The little jeans right there, the little tear. You know, just because you guys, you were killing me the other day about, you know, you can't wear rips in your jeans. You got to you gotta wear them for 10 years and let them break down over time. No, I didn't say that. You didn't that. say that. that. Was Max. Max was saying that. No, I I'm, wear ripped jeans all day. I just bought like four pair of them. Yeah, no. I, I, like, I have I had, had a pair ripped on jeans on first in day. my life. That's right. I saw that. Kid. I have That's had right. them too, but I was making, the, we were talking about, what were we talking about? The golden gooses and how they're supposed to look vintage, right? And how it's the same thing with jeans with holes in the knees. But for, it's just not for me. It's for you. It's no, fine. It's no, you, 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 what, you are a grown-ass man, and you have kids, right. and you have a very lush job, That's just right. in case you didn't hear, two to three just in on ESPN. Well, you Max heard about that. Yeah. So I get it. It's not, you know, it's not for yeah. everybody. Like, I wouldn't expect you know? to see you dressing like Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? Like I, oh, I, that's true. Yeah. Who? Max. Oh, okay. <laughs> not you. Well, not you. <laughs> Why'd you get you? some defense? Hell no, not me. And that's my dude. That's my dude, on, too, man. man. I wouldn't dare. Now, <laughs> Key, I could hear it in the first Age appropriate se- now. In the first segment, especially today, I could hear it. The voice was a little, you know, Oh, my voice. Yeah, it's, it's, starting to, it's starting to go because of the, the, the loudness. You know, when you're, you're trying to have a conversation, you're trying to watch the game and have a conversation. And on top of that, you might have had one or two to help you get through the game. Mm. You know, one or two yeah. Yeah, mixer-type things that come in a little yeah. glass. You might have to shake it up a little bit. Yeah, a lot of anxiety in that yeah. game. Everything was on the line. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of standing up and a lot of holding your and looking and as if I can get into the television, Max. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like. Were, were you cooking last night, Key? Did you cook? No, no, we actually went down the hill to a restaurant and just hung out, and they got the TVs and stuff. So we were mm. outdoors uh, watching it. It was early, so we decided to watch the games, both of them. Question, question. Yes, All right. answer. Now, in, in retrospect, like when it's happening, I always hope my team blows the other team out. I don't want to have to go through what Dodgers fans had to go through last night. But if you know your team is – like once your team wins, those are the most memorable games, right? So given the anxiety and everything that happened, ninth inning is where you win it, the whole thing. Are you glad it went down the way it did? Or are you thinking, man, why couldn't the Dodgers just have given me a little peace last night? No, you know, okay, so I'm glad we won. And I like the anxiety part of it because I pay for the experience. I pay for that experience. I want that experience, right? right? I've been there where I've been to the World Series and we got run out of the building in game seven and, and I had to leave in like the fifth inning because it just was it was just too hard to watch. But what happens to me is I I get so emotionally bogged up in all of my teams. Like it becomes an emotional thing. I remember as a kid, that and this is <laughs> I remember, and, and, and Evan might have been this way, and so have you guys. But as a kid, USC played Penn State in the 1982 Fiesta Bowl, and we lost. And I remember, like it was yesterday, crying and boohooing that a team that I had, I didn't play for, I always wanted to play for, I had lost the Fiesta Bowl. That is the way I feel when things happen to the Lakers or the Dodgers. When we lose, 
I'm sick to a core as if I actually played on the team because yeah. I get so invested in it. And so you say, well, Key, you you know, you got to work at 1.30. You got to get up and go to work at 3 a.m. in the morning, West Coast time. I'm like, I don't care if the game was lasted 20 innings. I would have still been right there with the Dodgers. Can by the way, it's not 3 a.m. We're in the chair at 2.15 a.m. West Coast yeah, exactly. time. Yeah. Which Key, they're now figuring travel time. This is the man's barely sleeping. Key, yeah. I'm going to tie it all together for you. Because last time I heard you talk really in an emotional way about the Dodgers, it was after that experience that you had when you went to a game, knowing what happened with the Astros. Well, now look at this oh, collision course. Now look at this collision course. I'm not going to be a forecaster. I'm just saying it's on a collision course. There might be some time for some redemption, Key. Oh, it will be bittersweet, though, if we, if we made it and they made it. And it will be bittersweet because they're not, they're not going to do what they did to us three years ago or where I think it was three years ago they did to us. They're not going to do that. Dusty Baker, I'm pulling for Dusty Baker to get there, but I don't need him to win. If we're not in it, he can win it all. And if we play the Astros, absolutely, and we take care of business, oh, redemption at its finest. We would be like, oh, my God, because now it's straight up. There is no more beating of the trash cans. There, There is no more – anything cheating-wise with them. And there's a few players on the team, the Altuve's of the world, uh, my wife, no tattoo, all that. Come on, man, stop. You you, you were cheating, and I know you were cheating. Yeah, she, my wife didn't want my shirt to well, come. It's going to oh, be a redemption on. for Keys Dodgers if they get to the World Series anyway because they lost to the Astros in 17. They lost to Alex Cora, who was the bench coach on that yeah. team and the manager of the Red Sox a year later when they beat the Dodgers. Sorry, Key. So, like, either way, the Dodgers are going to get some redemption either against Alex Cora, who was part of that controversy yes. in Houston, or they're going to get it against the I Astros and Houston, Jose though. Altuve and Carlos Correa. So. I, think, I, I, hope, it's I hope it's Houston, but I, I will be Atlanta. satisfied. I will be set. What? What I say? You hope it's Atlanta. I have a feeling it might be Atlanta. You'll be I have putting a in another suspicion. application in another department here very soon. I am married to a Braves fan, Key. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay, in that case, go for the Braves. So there's the Giants being eliminated from the playoffs here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear hotline, by the way. And, and, and they got eliminated from the playoffs, that's true, in baseball. But the other Giants have not been in the playoffs since the following player was on the roster, and that's Odell Beckham Jr., haven't been in the playoffs in a grip. It's killing me. It's killing me. Anyway, yesterday Odell told the media that he wants the Cleveland Browns to give him the damn ball, sort of. Listen. I can't sit there and lie like I don't want the ball. Like I, like I tell you, every time I get up here, I'm, they don't play James Harden for defense. You know what I mean? He's a shooter. Like I, I feel like I'm a shooter, you know? I know that I bring a lot of attention um, to defenses on the other end, and other people are going to be open. And, uh, you know, you just got to live with that. The ultimate goal is to win the championship, and I feel like I'm in a great situation to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's in a great situation to do it, and he should do it, and he should want the football, and he should want to help his team win. There is no better option than me in that situation, and that is the way he should feel and think. There is no better option than number 13. If I'm OBJ, there's no better option. There is no better option than getting me the football so I can help the team win. And if I don't get the ball and we lose, 
I'm not going to feel good about it. Not at all. I was at the Chargers game this past Sunday, or, or, or yeah, the past Sunday when they played against the Cleveland Browns. And I saw, hey, you know what I am, Max and Jay? Hmm. I am a body expert of wide receivers, body expert language of wide receivers, which means I know when it's not going good for a wide receiver. I can read, even though I'm up in the box, you know, feet away, hundreds of feet away, I can read their body language and tell you exactly what they're thinking. What are you looking for when you say that? Like, I'm curious. What do you see? Well, pre-snap read, first. so I'm looking at it as if I'm a coach or something or a scout. I'm looking at pre-snap read. I'm looking at all of that sort of stuff. And at, at now I'm the quarterback. What am I seeing from the defense? Okay, here's what the defense are giving me. They're giving me too high. Now the snap of the ball comes. And now my eyes go straight to an OBJ. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, I could, I could, I could scan back to the quarterback. And in my head, automatically, I could count the seconds. Okay, there's one. There's two. OBJ is now. He's getting ready to uncover. There's three sec. Well, he's uncovered. And he didn't throw him the ball, nor did he ever look over there. He predetermined where he was going to throw the damn football. So now I can go back and look at OBJ after the play. And I can see the shoulders drop, the hands go to the side, the head drop, and the slow walk to the sideline. And somebody walks over to him and tries to talk to him, and he just looks at him and walks away. I can see all of that, and I can tell you what he's thinking before you would even – I can totally put it this way, Max. I know what he's thinking. And I wish I could tell you what he's thinking, but we're on Disney. Clean it up a little bit yeah, and tell well, us. Well, how about this, Key? You can't tell us what he's thinking, but what kind of Advil would you give OBJ if you saw him and got a chance to talk to him about how to help him through this moment when obviously there's chemistry issues between him and Baker? Well, for, I guess first of all, I would say to him, sit tight, man. It's coming. Just relax. It's mm-hmm. going to come. And then, you know, he'll probably tell me, I know, man. It's going to come, I know, but I'm just, I'm trying. And then I would say to him, I know, just be patient with it. Go to the coaches and let them know. Pull him aside and let him know, yo, you got to get me the ball. They paying me too much money for me not to help the team win. Those are the things that I would tell him. And then he would say to me, I told him that already. I told him that already. And then I would say, you need to keep telling him, keep telling him. And if he's not finally getting it, then you need to go to them and tell them, say, you can't play with this dude. And that's how you handle it. Yeah. I can't play with him. There's look, nothing I cannot if, play with him. I think as much as look, receivers have egos, the whole thing, but if Odell is not getting the ball, they better be moving the ball up and down the field. Because that yes. is well, so not, not problem. Hold on, Keith, for one second. I was going to say, yes, you know, sir. When, you, when you have great players on the team, who in the hell cares if everybody in the damn stadium knows where the ball is going? Right. It doesn't matter. You don't think the ball is going to Stephen Curry? You don't think the ball is going to Kevin Durant? You know where the ball is going. It's your job to stop it because that dude is that special of a talent. Right. Yes. And, and, and so what happens when you say ego, everybody on the football team and everybody on the football field has egos. Of course. Because they want to help their team win mm-hmm. and perform. But when you don't let me do my job and I'm standing over there like a cardboard cutout, you got some cardboard cutouts, I'm sure, hanging around ESPN somewhere. You know what they look like, right, Max? <laughs> they're just standing there. They can't move. And that's what you are when they're not throwing you the ball. You're just standing around. 
You are an extra guy for nothing, a cardboard cutout. I don't want to be a cardboard cutout. You are paying me $20 million a year to do a job. And if you're not allowing me to do my job, then I need to find another place to do my job. The problem that we have when it comes to players that are dynamic and have dynamic personalities, <clears throat> I got the Max Kellerman going. <laughs> Again, <laughs> often too many times people will say that they're being selfish. or All they want is the football to pad their statistics. That's a bunch of nothing because it's not true. Stop selling that well, narrative. Well, I think it's probably true about some and untrue about others. I don't think it's there, true about. I don't. Think you don't think it's any receive any of them. You haven't found. They want to help their team. Okay, let's put it. But what way. happens is when you're not allowed to do your job, you get ticked off mm -hmm. because you look bad. You got money on the line. You start writing stuff and saying things on just in about my performance and start to make me look bad even though it's not my fault and all I want to do is win to help the damn team. I think that the one of the issues goal you have is Key, a championship. Key, one of the issues you have is you had a big ego as a player, but you were also a winning player willing to sacrifice for the team. No, I didn't have but, a big ego as a player. Oh, okay. My ego, the, the ego thing that you're talking about was to help the yes, team Yes, okay, win. so how, phrase it that way. Give me but, the damn ball so I can help your ass. But because, it, because that was you... I think you're, and I'm sure there are many no, other receivers no. who are the same. The you don't think you're projecting that onto every no, other receiver? every receiver feels this way. Every running back feels this way. I cannot help you if you're not using me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to stand out there, Max, like Odell, and just be like, all right, they threw me the ball three times, I dropped one, and I got two targets for 20 yards, and we lost the damn game. There is no other option. What if you won the game? No problem. Let's roll. Where are we going? Right. That's well, the point about Odell. Where, where are we going? But, where, but, but, let's, but, let's turn up. Where are we going? Right. Well, you got, That's you, the you point about Odell. You have to understand, though, you know, for two receptions, a lot of the heat that you saw article-wise after that game against the Chargers key was the fact that fourth and two, Odell didn't catch that ball. Right? It's like, oh, you got to make that catch. Well, the guy hasn't got a chance to get into a rhythm uh, the whole Jay, damn Jay, game because the Jay. ball hasn't been thrown his damn way. Jay, you are 17,000% right. 17,000%. Because my lack of focus has now exactly. kicked in. One of the things the great coach Bill Parcells, Hall of Fame coach, right? New York Giants. What he would tell, what he would tell my coordinators, whether it was Charlie Weiss, Dan Henning, Sean Payton, Todd Haley, whoever, get that dude the ball in the first several plays of the game. Yeah. Get him the yeah, ball in the first several plays. Yes. I don't want to see him not touch the ball in the first several plays. He wants to make sure if it wasn't nothing but a five-yard hitch. So now I'm in it. It's like the running back. You want to get the running back going. You don't want to freeze him out because by the end, I'm like, man, this dude here, your mind is somewhere else. That's, it's so interesting because when you think about coaches and sometimes someone will question a play call, they're considering so much, including the human beings on the field, right? Absolutely. And the fact that they – well, why would they call that play then? They might have thought early in the game, I got to get that guy in a flow. It's more important in the you grand scheme of things. You got to get him in the and flow. Key, you got to get him in the flow. I don't care what anybody says. Like being in contract years at other different, you know, work-like places or environments, there's – you. Feel that pressure if you're Baker Mayfield and you understand, hey, have not signed my extension yet. I have this 
huge target that. that is so expensive that. that we're carrying that demands the ball. I still want to win game. All that factors into it because that's heavy weight right. to carry it, on your shoulders. Guys, so we got to get to take your pick. That, we okay, got to get. Wait the, a minute. Hold on. We'll get there. In 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 what I wanted to say real quick was mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is trying to prove a point also that he doesn't have to utilize OBJ to be good. And by the way, you can download the podcast because Key got into that in detail in the 6 o'clock hour. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, Take Your Pick is brought to you by Napa. Whether it's next day delivery or getting involved in their local communities, Napa goes above and beyond to serve you because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. All right, guys, let's do this key, as you said, with pace. Let's start with the Browns and Cardinals. It's a battle of Heisman winners and former college teammates with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Take your pick, Key. Who has a better game? I'm going to just ignore the board because it says Baker Mayfield and Kyler Mayfield. So I'm going to say that Kyler (laughs) Mayfield has the better opportunity to do his job. No, no kidding. I think it's Kyler Murray. And then when you talk about the things that he's capable of doing, it is ridiculous what he's been able to do so far with this Arizona offense. I look at him as just, I don't know, I question early on about who he was as a player. And now I've come around to say, Man, this is a bad dude. There's no question about it. In the air and on the ground, I'm taking Kyler Murray for sure. I love this matchup. Back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners at Oklahoma going head-to-head versus one each other. Kyler Murray's having more of a fantastic year, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we're not sitting here Monday talking about Baker Mayfield and OBJ still not getting on the same page. I'm hoping that their run game – combined with the chemistry that we're going to see from Baker and OBJ, goes next level for this team to win at home. It's easily Kyler Murray. By the way, you know how you said like you put Lamar Jackson over there in his own category? Yes. Kyler Murray may have to be in uh, in that kind of grouping. He is an MVP candidate Absolutely. who's doing it differently. Yes. He, yeah. is, he, he has a category, too. It's called Kyler Murray's category. Mighty Mouse. Daniel Jones versus Matthew Stafford. Take your pick, Key. I'm taking Matthew Stafford. I'll actually be at this game on Sunday to take a look at the New York Giants. I'm going to give you a real scouting report on what they are. But this is a Matthew Stafford game. This is a Los Angeles Rams football game. Traveling from the west to the east, it is is going to be, for the most part, a bye game for them. I'm going with Stafford, just operating at a higher level, more weapons offensively, defense that allows him to play comfortably. And plus for Daniel Jones, I'm just worried about him coming off now that concussion protocol, how that will affect him going into this game? Yeah, it's just Matthew Stafford. Jones may have a good game in spite of everything. He's a good. He's get. He's turning into a solid quarterback. Absolutely. But Matthew Stafford has always had excellent talent, and he's in a much yeah. better situation. I love how the narrative Stafford has changed. That wasn't always a narrative coming into the season. It was no. like, whoa, you know, what's the difference between him and Jared Goff? Now it's like he's always had excellent talent. See how that's changed, kid? No, no. Sta- Stafford has no, always been known as an elite you. arm I'm not, talent. I'm not guy. saying from you. Yeah. I'm just saying from people out there other than this show, a lot of people were questioning that move. Now it's no longer a question. All right. Take your pick. This is the best matchup of the week to me. Justin Herbert versus Lamar Jackson, Key. You know, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson in this situation only because he's at home and they're traveling. And I just think that this dude right now is on a mission. He's in a space all by himself. 
He's delivering the football in sync. Hollywood Brown is catching it, not dropping it like he was against the new uh, against the Detroit Lions. And the league originally thought they had figured out Lamar Jackson. Guess what? You ain't figured nothing out. And if you did, he came in his bag and pulled out something different. I mean, look at these numbers. I mean, wow. These guys are insane. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It, it's uh, – I'm probably going to go with Lamar Jackson he here. go play receiver. <laughs> <laughs> that line, man, it's just some things you'll never get away from for the rest of your life, Key. And that line is one of them. I'll go with Lamar Jackson. I just think because of the level he's playing at right now, I think the Chargers, top to bottom, are probably a better team. I just think Lamar is at an ultimate high level. I, I would take Herbert, but for what uh, Key said. I, I, this is so close, I'll take the guy playing at home. I mean, to me, that's what it comes down to. These guys are are great, but Lamar's on a roll right now. He's Ridiculous. on a roll right now. All right, now take your pick. Last one, guys. Tua Tagovailoa versus Trevor Lawrence. Key. I, I'm, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence, man. Yeah. I, I don't – Tua doesn't do it for me. They made Miami may win the game, but I, I'm a Trevor – I'm taking Trevor Lawrence as far as a head-to-head matchup go, who looks better, all those sort of things. I'm just not a Tua guy. I'm, I've never been that guy. Even at Alabama, I don't think he is what people wanted him to be based on a national championship game uh, that he threw the pass to Devontae Smith and then kind of excelled from there and and people kind of pushed him up and he became bigger than what his actual true skill set was to me. But what the hell do I know? I only play with a bunch of quarterbacks in my day. (laughs) I think seeing a familiar opponent gives you a lot of confidence. Now, I understand personnel is different. Situations are different. But let's not act like Trevor Lawrence doesn't remember giving Tua a little bit of the business in the national championship game there, right? Tua coming off that injury, curious to see how he responds. But I'll take Trevor Lawrence in this situation. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is a more talented player, clearly. One thing I'll say about Tua, he was called a left-handed Drew Brees, and it's always a mistake to look at the best-case scenario. Like someone said, we made a comparison, Josh Allen and someone. Yeah, but Josh Allen, like everything worked out perfectly. He doesn't have to go that way. The left-handed – the yep. left-handed Drew Brees because of his size. Yeah, right, exactly. But I will point one thing out about Drew Brees. He only started. He only played in one game in his rookie year. Back then, they took time with quarterbacks. 17 TDs, 16 INTs in his second year. Benched in his third year. You know, like it. sometimes there's a road that you got to travel. We'll see. These two uh, met in the college football national championship. And speaking of college, one school has a very simple path to the national title. And we'll get to that after Key has. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. 
College game day is back in Athens, Georgia, and we've got a bulldog great with us this morning who played on a defense, and poof, this Georgia defense. Good morning, David Pollock. Hey, David, let me ask you something before we start talking about this game. When you played, were you a P.I. guy? And what I mean by P.I., not pass interference, but a pile inspector. You know that guy, the guy that runs up on the pile, trying to just inspect it but not really wanting to get involved? <laughs> a Rottweiler, right, Jeez. Key? A Rottweiler? Oh, yeah, no, he for sure was a Rottweiler. No, we were, we were David, we were talking about just different little coaching, little, the way coaches talk about JOPs, guys jumping on the pile, not really doing nothing, trying to get an assist. And I said, I'm going to ask David if he ever experienced any of that. Or what's going on over here? But <laughs> no, that, that, our, our defense at the time of Georgia, we, we didn't do much of that. We had a lot of guys that were ready to rock and roll, just like that Georgia defense has now, man. It's crazy. David, I'll tell you right now, I would, I would have been a P.I. You wouldn't have seen my, my tail anywhere close to that, anywhere close to that pile. <laughs> looks right, rough in there, right, right Jeff? It looks tough in there. Oh, David Paul, it's in there. I ain't messing with it. Yeah, yeah, leave that alone, especially this Georgia defense, right? Not too many P.I.s on this Georgia defense. Let's get the college David. football, man, for a second. What does Kentucky have to do to have a chance to beat Georgia? They got to be able to throw the football. Kentucky's not – they're not a throwing team. Um, you know, they, they have a quarterback that's Will Levis, who's a big, strong sucker that's athletic, and he can make big plays. Wondell Robinson's one of the best playmakers uh, in the country out wide. They got to make plays in the passing game consistently. They just – Georgia's got – what Kentucky is, is is a brand of physicality. Kentucky is run first, run first, run first, getting third and short, and just continue to pop you in the face and wear you out. That ain't going to work. That's like driving to the paint, Jay Will, against three seven-footers. Mm. Like, it just – and fin- trying to finish over them all day. It, it, it ain't going to work. So, they're going to have to – they're going to have to shoot threes. They're going to have to make plays in the passing game. They're going to have to create some explosive plays somehow, some way. I don't know how you do it because, my God, this defense is, is starting to chase greatness now. Now it's starting to chase 2011 Alabama for all-time great. 33 points in six games. Bama gave up 30-plus to, to A&M last week. Mm-hmm. Like, this is an all-time great defense that we're watching. Mm. Um, what do you make of the current uh, – well, we could stay on Georgia. What makes the defense potentially – you said on this, Justin, was that yesterday, David, or the day before? I, I can't even remember. But you said it could be the greatest college defense of all time. It's like in the running, right, if they keep this up. What makes it so special? They got so many pieces that can, do, that can do multiple things. It starts with the big guy in the middle. 99, Jordan Davis, if he had breakfast, if he didn't have breakfast, he's 350. So that gives you a good idea. But he also clocked 20 miles an hour on the GPS. 20. 20 miles an hour. So not only does he stone people and make people want to quit and not play football, he also can run sideline to sideline. So it starts with him in the middle. And they got other guys just like that that are big, strong, quick guys that they can play two gaps or they can play one gap. You were watching the Tampa Bay Bucks last night and Vita Vea just eat human beings. Like every time somebody touched him, you know, two guys and he's bench pressing them off. That's what Jordan Davis does consistently at that level. And Jalen Carter. And then they got linebackers that – they're not just fast. They're fast. Like, they can run down backs. They can run down anything that comes their way. So when you got three linemen up front that are one guy's a top ten pick, one guy's a first-round pick, one guy might be a second-round pick of your defensive line that are all 315-plus that keep guys off of your linebackers that can absolutely roll, 
It just it, it's it's hard to create explosive plays against them. You got to throw the football. You got to be able to throw the football with timing and chuck, and chuck it and get out of your hands and make plays quickly. Which this year in college football, think about all the guys that left, man. Trevor Lawrence left, and um, you know you got Justin Fields who left, and all these guys with all this experience now with these great teams, and now you're filling in guys that don't have a ton of experience. And, and the pass game this year is definitely way down than than in years past. David, so since Georgia has a chance historically to be great defensively, is that one of the reasons that their offense has flown a little under the radar, probably why they're underrated? I, I think their offense flies under the radar, Jay, because when we started talking about everything preseason, we were like, hey, JT Daniels is going to throw to George Pickens, and these guys are both elite. And now you got a guy named Stetson Bennett and a guy named Lad McConkey. So last week it was Stetson to McConkey consistently. Don't nobody know the, who the heck both of those guys were before the season. So it's, it's kind of a no-name group of guys up front. Stetson Bennett is a really great athlete. Lad McConkey's a phenomenal athlete. But, you know, Georgia's had so many injuries of guys. And all their big names. Eric Gilbert's going to be a huge transfer from LSU. One of the top tight ends in the country. Hadn't played a snap. George Pickens, one of the top two wide receivers in the nation. Hasn't played a snap. Darnell Washington, the number two tight end in the country coming out. Just started playing two weeks ago. So... So many injuries that have kind of slowed the big names down, but they're putting up 35-plus points a game with a great defense. Their throw game's starting to get better. So I think they're a lot more complete than people think they are. I know you really hate talking about your Bulldogs, David, but thank you for jumping on with us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max this morning. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. Deuces. That was Appreciate David, it, guys. That is David Pollock, brought to you by Eckrich Smoked Sausage, the real MVP of any tailgate. Pick it up at your local grocer. What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? The Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Is Patrick Mahomes still the best quarterback in the NFL? Absolutely he is. I mean, you, you understand, when you have a defense that's given up a historically bad seven yards per play, I mean, that's just that's crazy. I mean, that, that's yeah. just crazy bad. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. Also brought to you by Capital One. Getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit is another reason banking with Capital One is one of the easiest decisions in the history of decisions. That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash Bank. Capital One NA member FDIC. So everyone's talking about Patrick Mahomes' so-called struggles. 
you know, I, I forgot who it was. Was it Dan Graziano who was on this show saying that the Chiefs' defense turns every team in the league into the T- Chiefs' offense? Like, mm-hmm. that's how bad they are? The Chiefs lead the NFL with 11 turnovers in addition to that. Mahomes' six interceptions outranked the amount he threw last season. So, Key, if you were asked about the Chiefs' issues, we want to do a key conference. All right, I want to hear because Key can go into Coach B. Key can give you. You should honestly hold your services out for for NFL teams as a media consultant. So I want everyone to hear. We're going to play you Andy Reid's response in a second, but first I want to hear how Keyshawn Johnson would respond if asked about the Chiefs' issues. So I'm I'm dealing with Patrick Mahomes, right? I'm dealing mm-hmm. with the Chiefs' issues, with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, ask me. Yeah, okay. set it up. So, uh, well, um, so uh, Key, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, uh, what, what, is, what is the problem with Patrick Mahomes right now? You know, I think anytime you, you have a quarterback in a situation like this is, is pressing a little bit um, to try to be as great as he can be. Uh, well, certainly what we can't do is we can't turn the football over. Uh, and we've done that way too many times. It's uncharacteristic for a guy like Patrick to do that. We got to clean some stuff up. And as we keep moving forward, we clean things up, we'll get better. Got to hold on to the football. Uh, turning the ball over certainly puts us in a bad situation. He knows that. Uh, and we've talked about it multiple times already. And, and I rest assured you he gets it cleaned up. And, and uh, we'll continue to just keep working at it. Okay. That's pitch perfect. Now so let's good. listen to how Andy Reid actually responded. The turnovers are, are something that, um, you know, we've got to take care of. I mean – we're doing a phenomenal job per per series of scoring. Uh, you know, one of the best in the history of the game. But you, you turn you turn the ball over, you got a problem. We just got to put those to an end and and get those taken care of. And everybody's got a piece of the pie, so we've got. I'll, and I'm taking the blame. I mean, I'm in charge of it, so I'm taking the blame. And uh, we've got to make sure we fix that. I got to tell you, Key. This is how good Andy Reid is. I think he gave a better response than you did. Usually, you give a better response. What do you think of Andy Reid's response? Well, he's going to put it – but that's Big Red. Big Red is always going to put it on himself. Mm-hmm. And he also said, much like me, the turnovers will yeah. kill you. You you have to protect the football. And Patrick Mahomes knows that. But what happens is when your defense is so bad, you make – you try and make plays that aren't there because you feel the pressure. You feel a certain way. You feel like you've got to carry the team. And so some of those interceptions are uncharacteristic because he's he's heaving it. In a year or two ago, he got away with those. This year, he's not getting away with them. And then when you look at the six interceptions, let's discount it down. Let's be honest with each other. Let's discount it down to four interceptions instead of six because two of them, one falls off Tyreek Hill's hand right into the defender. Another one's a tip pass. So I don't credit I don't credit quarterbacks with those type of interceptions, nor do I think, nor do I think that whoever's doing the scoring of that should do that. That should mm-hmm. fall on the receiver. A receiver should be like interception because he didn't catch the ball. Yeah, that's a good point. The way we record those stats doesn't make sense, but I, I think we would agree. Andy Reid is not in need of services of a media consultant. He knows how he to answer that pat. question. Puts He's it on been himself doing it for 50 sure. years. Yeah, points out the good stuff they've done. I just want to make mention that sometimes be careful when you kick a dog while it's down, mm-hmm. right? And for a guy like Patrick Mahomes, exactly. Like the last thing that people want to do is give this dude motivation. But I'm just telling you how athletes are built. 
When you start having comments that are out there like this, where people are questioning the greatness of somebody, and guys like Key, you know, people like us on our show, we're talking about what the realness of it is. Like, all right, discount two of them. Like, the dude still leads the league in touchdowns, total touchdowns. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's not ball. get it twisted. He's the ball. So, the you know, has you, problems, but he is hey, wait, special. Key. Key, I want you to do Mahomes now, right? Because I, I, wa- I want you to do Mahomes. Now, you're Patrick Mahomes, and I want to ask you, uh, I, I want to ask you a question. Then we're going to compare it to what Mahomes actually said. All right, you ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Patrick, is there an issue with the offense right now? Well, I don't think there's an issue with the offense. I think what we got to keep doing is just playing better, and I got to protect the football and not throw it to the other team. And if I could just kind of get that – uh, under control, I think we'll be fine. We're not worried about it. We've been in this position before, and uh, you know we we got a good group of guys around here, and I'm I'm being protected well. And coaches doing a great job at calling plays. <laughs> okay, now I don't know why I did that yeah, with his I voice. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I captured I, something. I put the there. mic on mute, and I said, "Is that how Patrick Mahomes he, sounds?" He, he captured something <laughs> like there's a little bit of a frog in the back of Patrick Mahomes' throat, right? Like a little bit. All right, let's listen to Mahomes. Uh, being asked the same question. We're moving the ball uh, and moving the ball down the field at a, at, a, at a high rate. I mean, we're doing stuff, we're executing, we're not having a lot of three and outs and stuff like that. So that's what you want to do as an offense. But, I mean, once you make turnovers, uh, uh, once you have turnovers happen, it kind of ruins everything. That, I think there is something there. I think yeah. he got Mahomes a little <laughs> it's bit. Kinda yeah. close. It's kind of close. Yeah, no, no, I always mess with Patrick about his voice and just teasing him about his hair and his voice and whatnot, but a great guy. Um, he's right, though. The turnovers are, had been a problem, and he knows that. When you look at the six turnovers a year ago uh, in versus the six right now, he cleans those up. They get the defense uh, cleaned up a little bit. Think about it within the division. And here's our breakdown. Just let's concentrate on the division for a minute. The Raiders are going through what they're going through. We don't know how that's going to shake out, right? We assume they're going to be okay, maybe, maybe not. Denver's kind of coming to reality a little bit, so to speak. We'll find out a lot about the Chargers going on the road to the Ravens this Sunday. We'll find out a lot about that. So before you know it, let's assume what if the Raiders lose, what if the Chargers lose, and all of a sudden Kansas City wins. They're like right in the mix. Yeah, I, listen, I think it would be foolish to write off. I think Kansas City about it go gone a long run. The dude's on pace to throw 48 touchdowns. Yeah, I know. What's wrong He's with Patrick Mahomes? He's on pace to throw 48 touchdowns. He scored 24 <laughs> last year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? He, he scored. Uh, he threw 50 touchdowns in, in his first year as a starter. What's wrong oh with him? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> People act like they won in four. Yo, 48 TD pace. Come on. We're killing him. Man. Oh, man, it's hard to set expectations at that level, Welcome right? to the media. All right, Jay has got an issue with the NFL, its officials, and Nick Sirianni. He'll tell you what it is coming up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.